Here's a message from Ken Lavica. We have lost maybe the most controversial figure in the history of sports. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Well, give me my dirt theme music, dude. Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Lebanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Theo, I don't mean to get macabre here, but when you pass, when you leave this earth, and you've got a long time until that happens, I promise. Who knows? You're young and you're vibrant and you're virile. Nothing's promised, dog. That's true. That that's I mean that's a proper way to look at it. Yeah. But when you when you leave this earth, which is hopefully decades and decades and decades from now, how yeah. how do you want people to remember Brandon Theo Dorsey? Um, thanks for putting the government out there, uh-huh. uh, by the way. Um <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm about to get real Maybe your, your time is coming. Yeah, I was about to say. It's uh, <laughs> pulling up on me. Maybe I should go enjoy that food uh-huh. truck food. It won't matter. <laughs> no um, regrets. <laughs> I want them to remember me as somebody that brought joy to other people's lives. I think that's always been my, my MO. I, I feel like I was put out here to to bring joy to people's lives, to, to, to show and spread love, and, and to entertain. So, yeah, that's me. Stone. This should be good. Stone. Oh, yeah. When you leave this earth many, many, many decades from now, I mean, let's be honest, though, you're going to have to stop the 3 a.m. meals for you to fully realize your your life expectancy. No deal. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> YOLO. Not worth it. Uh-huh. Uh, how do you want people to remember Stone Lebanowitz? I do love this question. Um, I will keep it short and sweet. The, the guy who lights up a room, it's party time when Stone walks in. Okay. That's okay. about it. All right, that's yeah. good. That's good. That's a that is a a, a good uh, way to be remembered. I think uh, for me, uh, as I get older, I more want to be known as someone who helped raise kids who weren't bleepholes. Like honestly, when you become a parent, when you become a parent, everything else falls by the wayside. I obviously want to achieve things in my career. I want to get to majestic heights. But I, I honestly think when you get to a certain point in your life and you become a parent, you are then judged on and people remember you on whether or not you were able to uh, bring and to raise uh, actual competent human beings into the world. Does that? I know it doesn't sound lovey-dovey and it doesn't sound romantic, but does does that at least resonate to an extent? I get it. I don't. My my whole goal in life now, and I want to be remembered as someone that raised kids who didn't turn into bleep holes. I don't want. I don't want kids that get to adulthood and are are jerks. What made you have that realization? Like, when did that? Flip switch or switch because flip. I've known a lot of people who had kids and their kids absolutely suck and then they grow up to be sucky human beings like growing up uh, parents who you're like boy like, those are some interesting people and you're friends with their kids and then their kids grow up and their kids suck yeah uh, you, okay. now uh, there are people my age that you keep track with on social media and they absolutely suck and they're bad people. I, I feel like that is the quickest way to judge somebody. Do you fear putting some pressure on your daughters? To kind of come through and execute that? 
Yeah, I have no problem putting pressure on my daughters to to <laughs> not be bleep holes. To not be bleep holes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plain and simple. That's a little bar. Plain and simple. That's a little bar to clear. <laughs> I mean, you would think. You would. Think. You would think, but I think some people have bigger issues with it than others. Um, but the reason I bring up how you want to be remembered when you leave this earth is Bobby Knight. The legend, the three-time national champion, the architect of the 1976 undefeated Indiana basketball team. He passed away yesterday at the age of 83 after a very secretive battle with Alzheimer's disease. Bobby Knight did not give two solitary dams about what people thought about him, how he acted, what he said, how he conducted himself, how he went about his business, how he coached his philosophies. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, this was an emotional speech from Bobby Knight given on the floor at Indiana's Assembly Hall where he flat out takes aim at his critics. This is the great Bobby Knight, legend, Indiana basketball, the face of a state for decades. This is a man who stood in the middle of the floor in a ceremony honoring him and said the following. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Uh, Bobby Knight is truly one of the most confusing, for someone of my age, confusing sports personalities that has ever existed because, damn it, could that guy coach. I mean, that guy was arguably of the 70s and the 80s the greatest basketball coach, not college basketball coach, but basketball coach out there, the greatest basketball teacher that existed. But, but he also is one of the most unhinged, one of the most bullish organisms that has ever existed in the sports realm. Growing up for me, where, uh, what do I say, Stone, the prime of of your sports fandom comes between like the ages of 8 and 15. Like that's where you're most obsessed with sports. Yes. Um, And I still stand by that. That was in the 90s when Indiana basketball had tons of expectations, never realized those expectations, and largely became the Bobby Knight show. What was he going to do next? Was he going to throw a chair? Was he going to swear incessantly? At a post-game press conference, was he going to bring a whip to an NCAA tournament press conference and say, this is how I discipline my players? Was he going to choke one of his players on the bench? Was he going to kick his son, who was a player, during a confrontation on the bench? I'm not making any of these things up, by the way, that I just mentioned. All of those things actually happened, and all of them happened in that decade. Bobby Knight was truly out of control, truly out of control, but... You have to juxtapose that with the fact that he's one of the greatest basketball coaches to ever walk on the face of this earth. And that is what makes him maybe the most unique person. And I can't think of anyone like him that's ever existed. And you have to talk about both, though, on the day after Bobby Knight's passing. Because he's just as famous for his antics and how he treated people and how he publicly, unfortunately, humiliated himself. But he also 
happened to be one of the greatest X's and O's brains ever in that sport. Truly fascinating stuff, and I don't think there was anybody like him. Yeah, it there there isn't, and sometimes um, you your your ability, your 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 legendary status as a coach or as anything in any realm of of life, almost opens the door and allows you to be. I mean, I don't want to call the day after his death. I don't want to say negative things, but Bobby he was a Knight, bad person. Bobby Knight was a jerk. He was he was he was literally a, a bad person. He, he had did a, really bad things. Yeah, said really bad things. Here's the thing: you, but, but what you're doing, Theo, is not wrong. Yeah, because Bobby Knight, part, if not a very important part of Bobby Knight's story and why it's applicable applicable to talk about it a full day after his passing, is that part of Bobby Knight and what people know about him is how he conducted himself, which a lot of times there were a lot of bad traits that came out. So don't feel bad about it. That's the Bobby Knight story. This is all about legacy. And Bobby Knight's legacy, especially later in his career, very much was how badly he comported himself. Yeah, and he did these things publicly too. And and he did these things knowing that we will remember these things when he did leave the earth. And he said that, you know, bury him upside down so we can all kiss his ass. Uh, He's, but again... My biggest, my biggest thing with Bobby Knight is, is it's you, you have he built the privilege up for him to be able to act that way with the goodwill he bought himself by being such a good basketball coach, which is what makes him complicated. If he sucked at coaching, then none of this is is even applicable. We don't care as much. Right. He's fired earlier in his tenure, and he's an afterthought. The 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 term cult of personality absolutely applies to Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. And let, let, let me give you my Bobby Knight experience because I'm older than you guys. I don't even know. Like, Stone, you you have really zero recollection of Bobby Knight as a coach. You were born when he was at Texas Tech. And that was, that was fairly brief. He had a couple of NCAA tournament appearances, but that was largely it. You have really no context for Bobby Knight. Yeah, if you were to just poke me randomly and just whisper the word Bobby Knight, I would just immediately go to the video of him throwing chairs around. There's not much else I do know. There you go. Choking, the choking incident. Yeah, and and so you have a little bit of a background on Bobby Knight. I remember, I I vividly remember the replay over and over on like SportsCenter and all of ESPN's programming of him choking the, uh, the, the, the player. I think it was a freshman or sophomore in his basketball team. And, um, and, Honestly, quite frankly, for all of my existence, I've outright just didn't like the dude. Yep. Like, well, there's a lot not to like. Yeah, I mean, and you brought up the whip incident that he brought out. And he, not only did he bring it out and show it, he hit a black dude with it. Right, one of his players. Right. So, so like, it's very, very complicated. I don't rock with him. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's okay. It, it, that that is okay. Um, so here was my experience with him growing up in uh, suburban Chicago, big Illinois basketball fan. You hated Bobby Knight. I hated Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight was scary to me as a young kid. Bobby Knight was unhinged. You never knew what he was going to do. He was intense. He was mean. He was strict. And he was easy to root against. We'll put it that way. But I also have a lot of family that lives in the state of Indiana, right across the border. And all of those things I felt for Bobby Knight, guess how they viewed Bobby Knight? Complete opposite. As Jesus freaking Christ. Mm. I promise you, I'm telling the absolute truth. Family in Indiana, 
extremely religious. They didn't have one single photo or a single rendering of Jesus Christ in their home. What did they have? Photo of Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight was the state of Indiana. Bobby Knight was the identity of that entire state. He could do no wrong, and when he did do wrong, all that state did was defend him and enable it because he brought great pride to a state that's sandwiched between big metropolis Chicago and big metropolis Detroit and is sort of one of the throwaway states in the north. It's really a southern state in the north. It's very unique, very bizarre, Indiana. And Bobby Knight came in and said, be proud about something. You love the sport of basketball? We're the best at basketball. So then when he lost his way in later years and acted like a petulant child and had furious, scary, terrifying outbursts, hey, that's just what leaders do. That was the way Indiana comported itself and treated Bobby Knight. So that's why Bobby Knight had the staying power he did. And 2023 wouldn't fly. But at that point, and especially with as much equity as he had built up and cult of personality as he had built up, Bobby Knight was that whole damn state. And so that's why you weigh both sides. But today in Indiana, that's more. they are flat out mourning. Yeah. They are flat out mourning. And the dichotomy between what maybe people down here think of Bobby Knight and what that entire state and those deep in the college basketball realm feel of Bobby Knight, I I can't think of a more unique, polarizing, um, both extremes human that has passed recently in sports. Because with the good was the bad. It was pretty much equal. I, I it, It's the most confusing legacy to discuss, I think, period, of anybody. Like when O.J. Simpson passes, we'll say, oh, that guy probably uh, murdered his, uh, his, his ex-wife and his ex-wife's uh, boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, oh, yeah, football too, but murder. Like We know what the O.J. Simpson legacy is going to be. Yeah, and murder's worse. I mean, a double murder, yeah. at least, you know, allegedly. Yeah, not allegedly. Yeah, right. a, a but, double murder is going to be worse right. than uh, all the stuff that Bobby Knight did. But Bobby Knight is, he won this national championship, and he coached Steve Alford, and he had the undefeated 76 season, and Isaiah Thomas and the chair, and the swearing, and the whip, and the choking, and the kicking. It's it's crazy. It's crazy because you can't just pick a lane. They're, we're talking about an eight-lane highway with Bobby Knight mm. that then veers well, off ways. in different directions, right? <laughs> Exit ramps, entrance ramps, uh, the uh, spaghetti bowl ramps. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's all things with Bobby Knight, so it's impossible to just have a singular direction for his legacy. Yeah, those little it, white partitions that you don't know if you can come over and right. merge into the toll lane yet. Right, yeah. right. Is it a toll lane? Is yeah. it an HOV? Like, what are we? Where? Which one's the shoulder? Uh, it, it's insane. Who's the most complicated coach or athlete that you have or still do support? Who's the most complicated coach or athlete that you have or still do support? And I think it's an applicable question because we just lost maybe the most polarizing individual ever in sports ever. I legitimately can't think of one name that equals Bobby Knight in that discussion. In that discussion. Um, For me, I firmly believe that Ozzie Guillen should still be managing a Major League Baseball club. This is the same Ozzie Guillen who, as a manager of the White Sox, made homophobic slurs. This is the same Ozzie Guillen who was very, very, very 
uh, complimentary of the brutal dictator in Venezuela, his home nation, who is friends with that man uh, throughout the course of his managerial career. A man who came down to the Marlins and uh, made comments praising Fidel Castro and while they were taken a bit out of context, Isaac Guillen said, you got to give the guy credit. He's avoided being killed uh, over and over and over again by people over the years. Quite cunning. Castro, when you're in South Florida and you say anything complimentary, Fidel Castro, that's a big no-no. And he should have known better, better. And he got run out of town. And the Marlins decided they weren't going to bring him back for a second year. All of that said, he's a brilliant baseball mind. He is a world champion. And I have no doubt that he is better than the vast majority of baseball managers currently with a job in MLB. He's complicated and it's complicated and it's controversial, but I think Ozzie Guillen should still be a manager in major league baseball. How long has he been out of the game? Cause I, Ozzie Guillen, I, I remember growing up hearing his name all the time and I'm not a guy that followed baseball closely, but he was so tightly knit with the sport. He hasn't and managed so since 2012. That's crazy. It's it been a full right. decade. And it feels it, about right. Now he's on the White Sox pregame and postgame show up wow. in Chicago. That's it. That's all he's doing. Yeah. He's I, a world champion manager. Yeah. Has he uh, still got his fastball? Yeah. Uh, I think he should be the White Sox manager now. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah, that was good. Just said, the, that was you good. know, still got his fastball. I mean, he was a shortstop, but sure. Well, I'm just saying it's a baseball. Re- I mean, you, you can use sure. that analogy outside of Thank you, Stone. Does he still have his um, backhand plant throw? Yeah, all right, fine, fastball. Yeah, throw. you just yeah. for any sport, you always like. Does LeBron James still have his fastball? He does. You know? <laughs> he had thirty-five last night. Yeah, in overtime I know. I, I, that was another setup. Yeah, I was just making sure. Yeah, I mean, you asked. Uh, I'm just putting it. Who's the most complicated coach or athlete that you have or still do support? Who's the most complicated coach or athlete that you have or still do support? And who would even be in the neighborhood of Bobby Knight when it comes to compliment a complicated legacy in sports? I I am blanking on that. 888-760-3776-888-760-3776-888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. And I, I Theo, I I think especially this day and age, um there are a lot of people that like in the past. There'd be someone complicated, and they'd say, "Hey, but that's my that's my guy. Like I support him. I can separate off the field and on the field." That's getting tougher and tougher and tougher, though, to find yeah. in 2023. It a, is. a lot of people will just flat out say, "I can't stand this dude. I'm out. Dead to me." Um, uh, I think social media plays a part in that. I think always having to pick a side uh, plays a part in that. Uh, and some people just have a very, very, very directional moral compass. For you, is there anybody that comes to mind, coach or player, that is is complicated, controversial, maybe is not the most upstanding citizen, uh, most worldly person that you yeah. still kind of mess with? I, I am a, I'm a person that, you know, I specifically dislike. I have a, a strong disdain for um, people that are sexist, misogynist, um, or even give off vibes of that. Even if you can't really prove it, you get, you kind of know based off of people's based on words things and they actions. Say, like Bobby Knight, if you if you heard him talk back in the eighties and nineties, sit oh, down yeah. interviews. I mean, notorious misogynist. I mean, he. I, I remember he had the comment about rape 
where he uh where I, he, I have that in front of me yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh in an interview with with Connie Chung, uh and it did not go well. Uh told NBC's Connie Chung in a nineteen eighty eight interview, quote, I think that if rape is inevitable, relax and enjoy it. Bobby Knight. Yeah. That's an incredible thing to say in general, but yeah. to say that especially to a woman in an interview right. on camera is just like, what are you saying when the cameras are off, dude? Yeah. Uh but but again. Speaking of people saying things that they probably shouldn't say when the cameras are on, uh, one of my favorite football players of all time and a guy that to this day I still do defend is uh, one Cameron Newton, uh, formerly of my Carolina Panthers back in the day when I was a fan of the uh, keep pounding squad. But Cam Newton, time after time, ends up with his foot in his mouth. Uh, I, I know the, one, the, the big one that people think about is when he uh, was asked a question um, by a, a female reporter and his response, and she asked a specific question about, you know, route running with, I think it was Devin Funches or one of his receivers. Uh-huh. And his response was he kind of chuckled. He kind of belittled her and said, oh, it's kind of funny hearing a female talk about routes. And it's stuff like that, stuff he said in his podcast since then. Yeah, um, I remember him saying uh, he, he doesn't like the aesthetic of a bad B yeah. word because... If you're a bad B, you can't cook. You don't know when to be quiet. You don't know when to be quiet. Women yeah. need to know when to be quiet. He he strikes me as one of those dudes, and, and it's funny because we all know the guy in our life that's close to us. Like you, you, They want women to just follow their lead without actually proving to them that they are a leader. Right, like you have this this feeling that oh, because this girl won't submit to me, that, like he he gives off that vibe a lot. His his podcast when he talks about relationship with women, when he talks about um, specifically his, you know, past, and I know he's on what he's like third baby mama right now, uh-huh. and like eight kids, um, not able to retain those relationships. Like you can just tell that his he has a very weird and seemingly anti- antagonistic relationship with the opposite sex, and it doesn't vibe right with me because again. I don't know Cam Newton personally. I love yeah. him as a football player, love him on the field, but I know a lot of guys like him with similar mindsets in real life. And these are the things Cam Newton's saying with microphones, right. and cameras on in front of right. him. What is he saying and doing behind closed doors? I would hate to know. So, I, again, that's one of those guys where, I mean, and outside of just the, the, the play, he's a complicated human being in general. I hate the way he writes his Instagram captions. Uh-huh. I hate the little stupid font he does. Uh, the way he dresses is a little too eccentric and weird for me sometimes. Like Cam Newton to me, uh, when I think about players or athletes or coaches that I defend that are, again, we're looking at the word complicated, he's got to be yeah. numero uno. And I think complicated coaches or players, these are the the people that you you support, you root for, but there's a limit to it. Yeah, like, You don't throw yourself full-fledged. Like with me, with Tua, I know that's safe. I can go overboard, effusive in praise, defending the guy, defending what he stands for because he is very much, at least what we know, uh, as straight line as it comes. Uh, it would be shocking if there was any sort of allegation or anything he said that was out of character. Me with Tyreek Hill, Ooh. I like him. Ooh. He's fun as hell. I want him to dominate, but there's always in the back of my head, Punching his girlfriend, punching his girlfriend, punching his girlfriend, punching his girlfriend. Like that, that's the stuff that makes someone complicated. And I think Tyreek Hill, who wants to be loved, he's complicated. I mean, hell, we saw it this offseason. What is he doing hitting the 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 dude at the at the marina? Like, yeah. what is that? 
What is that? Hitting his stuff? kid. I mean, there's there's allegations right, of child kid, right, abuse as well. His right. kid ended up with a broken arm or something like that. So, like the dude has a lot. Tyreek Hill was a close one for me, and I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off, but it just I don't necessarily root for him. I like the dude on the field. Yeah, but that dude is indefensible off the field. Yeah. Uh, who's the most complicated coach or athlete that you have or still do support, and who is even in the universe? Of as complicated in sports as Bobby Knight was. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media open at KLV1063. Let's start with Stevie in West Palm on LaVica Theo and Stone. What's up, Steve? Fellas, what's happening? What's going on, man? Man, rest in peace, Bobby Knight. I mean, a legend. You know what? There's no doubt he's a legend. <laughs> Definitely a legend, man. But you know what? His his aura was so strong that I never liked Isaiah Thomas because of Bobby Knight. <laughs> it just tainted everything for you. Uh, from, now, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, let's, Stevie, let's be honest, though. Isaiah Thomas on his own yeah. uh, can be fairly He's unlikable. Yeah. yeah. He may have learned some of that from Bobby Knight. <laughs> but I, I remember I'm a I'm – a, I came up in the Big East days. Big John Thompson, Louis yep. Conaseca. Yep. Those are the coaches. Those are the coaches that I grew up under. When I saw the things that Bobby Knight was doing, oh my goodness, man! What? Yeah. What are you? Could what? you imagine you getting away with that? Right? Could you like, especially like a John Thompson? Could you imagine? Uh-uh, you can't do that as a yeah, black man. I mean, are you kidding me? You can't do that as a black man. Right? A black man in that city? Hell like, no. no way that is happening. Not a chance. <laughs> And, 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 and even, you know, I, as I say, I was a Big East guy. Raleigh Massimino, Louis wow. Conaseca, those were class guys. Yeah. Even yeah. when they lost, they were classy. You never knew what Bobby Knight was going to do or say, even, even if, if he won. Right, even if he won, you have no idea. That's the thing. It was just totally unhinged. Uh, thanks for the call, Stevie. Let's, do we have this fully edited, uh, Stone? Uh, by the way, what, what is, uh, what's the candy? That has to be candy. What is the candy that Stone is eating right it now? It looks like it's a, is it Sour Patches or is he on to the Reese's or is it Snickers? Yeah, he was loaded up. Oh, I mean, my he's God. Got it he's all. got a whole. So here's what happens after Halloween of in the office. Uh, so a lot of people bring their excess trick-or-treat candy in I didn't expect to get after exposed. Halloween. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and so Stone, this is big time for him. Because oh now God. you're gonna dig in. I mean, you, we've dig. got we've got piles of candy, yeah. and Stone's just living right. Now. I mean, buckets. Yeah, no, it's fine. And like, it's I, good candy too. I'm not trying to embarrass you. I just know I wanted to talk to you, and you were chewing candy, and I saw you with a big handful of candy. What is it? Uh, just some sour worms <laughs> and the Snickers okay. and Reese's Pieces. How do you and, <laughs> and nerds and uh, Rice Krispie uh, Treat? You shouldn't yeah. be able to eat all these things in combination. Like if I'm eating like assorted fruit type candy, I, I can't eat chocolate with it. It's kind of like. They don't mix. They don't merge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fruit, fruit candy or gummy candy and chocolate. You're right. It doesn't yeah. mix. All of mine right here. I got an Airhead, Sour yep. Patch Kids, and Welch's Fruit Snacks in front of me. It's yep. all one lane. It's, it's like the food snacks pyramid out there. There's fruit snacks. Yeah. Oh my god. What really? kind of fruit snacks? Welch's. The, the Welch's. I mean, these oh, are the good I mean, ones. those are the you good. Hear that. You're yeah. that bad. <laughs> but to answer, oh, good to answer your original question, yes, it's edited and ready to go. Okay. Here is here is Bobby Knight. He had a television coaches show every week based out of Bloomington. And uh, here's Bobby Knight going from uh, 0 to 100. This is truly the essence of the man. The, uh, the disappointment from this game for me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking progress. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so, so we'll uh, we'll go ahead and uh, and and uh, get that uh, sorted out here. So, uh, we spoiler alert. We didn't have the edited version. <laughs> you didn't hear it, but we Knight. didn't have the edit. Yeah, the, the legend, legend of Bobby, Bobby Knight, Knight living right. living uh, large here, even posthumously. Uh, let's go to Sean in West Palm here on Levicka Theo and Stone. What's up, Sean? What's going on, guys? What's going on? Uh, so, I, I thought about coaches and players. Um, you know, Gruden's Gruden's somewhat of a similar pick as, as some of the others you've talked about. So I'll go with the combo of the Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and this yes is based off of some of the stuff I saw on the uh, you know winning time on Showtime. But you know, I, li- I knew I lived in the time when I was a kid. They were both kind of spectacular heroes. Uh-huh. So that kind of the, the harshness of their negativity, anybody would think bad about them, kind of gets washed out when you're a kid and you just like watching them play basketball. Right. But now when you get older, and you watch those kind of things and you get reminded of the fact that, you know, Larry Bird was kind of an a-hole, but he was, and oh, he was yeah. okay with that. More yeah. than okay with it. You know, yeah. it, was, it was nuts. It was nuts how much he was, and I got reminded of it when I watched that show, and obviously some of that might not be true, and they kind of, you know, elaborate on some things that may or not be true. But anyway... Um, you know, Magic and his, <laughs> the ways that he was with women uh-huh. was kind of uh, not a, I, I wouldn't really prove that nowadays, or you know, at least my mom or my grandmother definitely wouldn't, but, um, and, and then the fact that I saw him and Bird in, in the same light on the same show was kind of cool to, to get it kind of thrown back in my face. It was, it was fun. I still support both of them because of my childhood, but you know, whatever. Yeah, no, and I think, well, Magic Johnson in particular, yeah. and appreciate the call, that, I, I, I mean... Yeah, it, it, was he flawed? Sure. Was he reckless? Yes. Was yeah. he a womanizer? Absolutely. Uh, ladies' man. Yeah, I, I do think there's a little bit different levels to Magic Johnson and what unfortunately happened to him because he was he was being reckless. Yeah, he, he suffered his consequences. He suffered his consequences, yeah. and Bobby Knight outright being just a, a bully and physically abusive and verbally yeah. abusive. Like, that's different. Yeah. The, the, the Bobby Knight dynamic and even Larry Bird being the most prolific trash talker in the history of the NBA and yeah. just, you know, he could be a jerk to people, but that you can chalk that up to being ultra competitive. Yeah. Uh, that's way different than the Bobby Knight uh, perspective. Yeah, those guys aren't, aren't necessarily complicated when it comes to, like, it's not controversial what these dudes were doing. It just maybe rubs you a little bit the wrong way. Like, right. oh, like Magic Johnson, settle down. Yeah, yeah, like, there's there's <laughs> a difference here. There's a, I can't stand that guy. Yeah. Uh, th- that guy, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, handle my life like that. Yeah. And then there's the, oh, my God, like, that's just downright insane right. he had behavior. It. He had the guy, if you want to go John Gruden, um, right. even though I don't know who's standing on a pulpit trying to defend John Gruden these days. He wasn't prolific enough. He wasn't prolific enough to be getting defended like that. Hmm. John Gruden? No, I still feel like John Gruden might have some defenders. Who? I, why? I, I, I don't know Carr? why, but I just feel like he might. He built up a lot of equity, TV job, Super Bowl Fun, champion. I, like, I, I, I promise you there are he's those. not worth defending. We love him in the quarterback realm. Yeah, and I think yeah. there are some people in NFL circles that would love to lead a campaign of John Gruden uh, going through his rehabilitation tour. Now here, yeah, we we can discuss it, I guess. Another, but like John Gruden to me is just not on the level of like a Bobby Knight or even. No, he's like a, not. He's not. But I'm saying there's a bunch of Bucks fans, uh, Buccaneers fans, that I'm sure say, "Boy, do I appreciate John Gruden," and they are conveniently just leaving out N-word emails uh, from their collective brain. 
Uh, what's the most complicated coach athlete that you still or have supported? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The most complicated coach or athlete you have or still do support. 888-760-3776. This, as we discuss the very, very, very complicated, confounding, difficult legacy of an all-time great, but also kind of an all-time jerk in Bobby Knight. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Do we want to give this one more shot, Stone? Okay. Here is... In all its glory, Bobby Knight having a meltdown while taping his coach's television show as the head coach at Indiana. The, uh, the disappointment from this game for me uh, is the fact that we had a couple of players that just got uh, out scrapped, that, that just didn't uh, move to obtain and maintain position, and in fact, uh, on occasion, just got moved right out of position and gave up uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of points. I uh, feel that uh, we we just haven't. Uh, I mean, I'm really disappointed in the. In a, of course, I mean, the progress that we've made. God, this show. Take this show and forget it. Forget. Yeah, that uh, escalated quickly. Uh, I mean, I was just that. That is that is the perception. Me of a certain age, thirty nine. Yeah. That's the. I wasn't alive for the glory of the national championships at Indiana. I was like three when he won his last one. So that's the Bobby Knight I knew was the unhinged chair throwing, cursing, who knows what could happen or where his head is at at any given time, maniac behavior. Was he always throwing temper tantrums like a kid? Or did it start in the nineties? I feel like it had to be going no, on. In the it 70s was going too. on before. Yeah, it was part of uh, of of his thing. But I do feel like he picked and he chose when it happened a lot more selectively than when it was a lot more free-flowing and there were just some major judgment issues later in his Indiana days. Yeah, and that kind of makes sense because also early on, you know you can't get away with that stuff. Like, you don't do that stuff if you know that it's it's going to get you ousted. Well, you can do that stuff, though, if in your first years at Indiana, you go 17 and 8, 22 and 6, 23 and 5, 31 and 1, and 32 and 0, and you Boom. win a national championship Boom. in year five. Uh, Those are insane numbers. Indiana. I mean, yeah. don't forget, he was, he was Coach K's uh, coach at West Point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, we talked to coaching trees yesterday. Coach K is in the Bobby Knight coaching tree. Dusty May, yeah. who's going to join us at 1 o'clock, is very much in the Bobby Knight coaching tree. Uh, so, like, this guy, he he won over decades. He, his last year was 2000 in Indiana. He had a 20-9 and nine season and made it the NCAA tournament. Like, it's, he's, he's truly one of the greatest of all time. But, again, his, his behavior is truly unlike anything that we've seen. And it was consistent and tolerated. Because he was Bobby Knight, and then that became part of his his allure was what's he going to do next, yeah. and that's where it became a major problem for him. Now I know you do, you have two daughters. You don't you don't have a son. Uh, if your son came home 
and called you and told you that his coach choked him out at practice. Yeah, there'd be a problem. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, back back in the seventies and eighties, if you're in the state of Indiana and Bobby Knight comes calling, it doesn't matter though. Hey, your son's going to play for Bobby Knight. Yeah, like that is chances are your son is fully on board with I'm going to play for Bobby Knight because again, deity. An absolute godlike presence in Indiana. Yeah. That was the standard. And it served him well, but as a parent, you say to yourself, it was a different time, obviously. Hey, that's just discipline. That's just discipline. I'm sure the the, the military at that time was eerily similar as well, uh, as far as some of the punishment and how the um, guys were treated. So he just treated it like the military. Yeah, I, I think so. he probably yeah. designed a little bit of the, the discipline aspect very much like that. He came from that life. Are uh, you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. A couple of quick ones here off of social media. Who's the most complicated coach or athlete that you have or still do support? Uh, Ryan says Colin Kaepernick. He's unserious about being an athlete with earnest intentions. Otherwise, I support him playing football, but he gives up every chance to play football he gets. He'll be 50 sending letters while the XFL offers him a starting spot for the best audition ever. I think that's pretty spot on. Stop focusing on the NFL, dude. Get yourself on a field playing, and then that could open some doors. I don't think at this point, like playing is even in the best interest of anybody right now for Colin Kaepernick. Probably not. Probably not. Because um, if know, he stinks, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's yeah. Terrible I do situation. think that ship has sailed the problem. now. Yeah. yeah. He like, waited too long. If it was if this was like five years ago, we can have that conversation. I, I hate it when when the you know when Aaron Rodgers went down and then there were people like legit pushing for Kaepernick to step in there. Like I support what the dude stood for. Uh, I don't want to see Kaepernick trotting out there to the Jets trying to stand behind that line. And, and mm-hmm. at, what is he like, 35 now? Yeah, he sort of aged himself out of yeah, this. Yeah, and he point. hasn't played in like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Bill, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, says four snaps of Aaron Rodgers, and I have to hold my breath every Tuesday when he's on McAfee. Imagine if he ever throws a touchdown pass. <laughs> Bill is a Jets fan. Uh, I, I need to go retweet that. <laughs> that uh-huh. is so well said. That I feel our, the same exact way. I was going to say, you're in the same boat. This one's weird. Ricky says Lonzo and Leangelo Ball. Why, Why are they complicated? complicated? And also, Their dad's complicated. They're that's not complicated. a part of it, the Ball family. No, but hold on a second. Did he say Leangelo Ball? Yeah, Leangelo. What's Leangelo doing? At what opportunity are you defending Leangelo Ball <laughs> in 2023? At what point is Leangelo complicated? You actually have to know what Leangelo's doing to consider him complicated. Now, I did see a picture recently of Leangelo Ball taking a maternity photo, I think, with his his wife or significant well, other. That doesn't seem complicated. No, it wasn't good. But it was, it was oh. bad because she was dressed. Um, they had their baby in the picture, and uh-huh. she had, like, see-through clothing on. It was, like, super weird. It wasn't What's a ma- wrong with that? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. He's it, not getting it. I, picked, I said maternity picture. It wasn't that. It was a family picture with their baby. It wasn't like her showing off she's pregnant. She was like wearing yeah. a Kim Kardashian esque, like see through type. This is the type of stuff you send to your family. Can you your need to friend. see it first. I'm, I'm failing to see the issue here. Okay, well, you, because uh, you're in the break, <laughs> I'll look at it and then we'll come up with the judgment okay. real yes, quick. Yes, yes. Uh, Evan Cohen, who you hear uh, 6 to 10 a.m. every single weekday here on ESPN 1063 with Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, unsportsmanlike. He joins us for a new weekly segment still yet to be named. 
And it starts when we come back. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. All right. So, Leangelo Ball's partner? Partner? I don't know if they're married. Uh, Yeah. Uh, The the mother of his child. Yeah. Nikki Medeiros. I'm failing to see what your guy's issue is with this photo. Uh, again, it's them and their infant. Uh, congratulations to them on the new child, by the way. She is wearing a see-through mesh-type outfit uh, thong. You can see that. It, what I presume to be Skims bra, very flesh-colored. Gotta say, like what she's doing post-pregnancy, she looks like that. She's showing that off. Yeah, but that's not that's what, what I think that's is not happening. What we have a problem that's with? Not. That. It's a family portrait. It's a family portrait. You you failed to mention the infant in Leangelo's arms. <laughs> I mean, yes, the infant. Yeah, is, you, you missed him, huh? The, the young babe is uh, asleep. Yeah. in Leangelo Ball's arms, and then there's a babe right next to him. Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. looks exactly like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, definitely. That, it looks like he probably has a type. Uh, Evan Cohen, you hear him every day, every weekday, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Unsportsmanlike with Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman. He has hit the big time. We're talking national radio, and he's getting back to his roots here every Thursday on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Uh, are you aware of the picture, uh, the the uh, Leangelo Ball family photo with uh, Nikki Medeiros, his wife wearing see-through clothing? Yeah, I didn't get to that this morning. Huh? Uh, yeah, I guess we should have gotten that sooner. <laughs> we did the death of Bobby Knight. I guess we should have done Leangelo Ball instead. Then I did not see this. I, I, I guess for me, I just have different sensibilities than uh, than Stone and Theo. Uh, we have been talking about uh, Bobby Knight. I had a unique perspective because I have family in Indiana who worshipped the guy, treated him as a deity. I uh, He was a bully. He was always the guy who was very easy to root against uh, as you're coming up as a sports fan, even if I wasn't an Illinois basketball fan. In the Northeast, how did it, you grew up in the Northeast? You grew up in New York. How did Bobby Knight play when you were in sort of your, your, your young uh, sports evolution? Wait, we're really going to go to Bobby Knight and not talk about this photo more? Oh, really I didn't know happened. if you wanted to break it down. Did you see it? Did you see the photo? No, I still haven't seen it. I'm just doing a search right now. I don't oh. see it. Somebody just... DM it to me no, on here's... Twitter. I'd have to go radio. Yeah, let's do One... this in the meantime. Why don't we talk about Bobby Knight, then we'll get back so to you. Do you want me to talk about the death of a college basketball legend while someone sends me a dirty picture in my Twitter DM? Yes. That's what's it's happening not, it's currently? It's a dirty picture, and also he's not going to know. I just texted it to you, Evan. Well, there we go. Like Bobby, Bob, I trust you. Trust me, Bobby Knight's not going to be offended <laughs> by it. He's not worried about that. Yeah, he's not, he, he, oh, I've seen this picture. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have seen that picture. That was a few days ago. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know if it was a new one. Yeah, she does look like Tim. She yeah, looks that, exactly like Tim. And, and Theo, uh, I would know that she looks like Tim because I, for TV, actually interviewed Tim oh. on the field at the Super Bowl oh, after yeah. the Saints and the Colts Super Bowl. At Dolphin Stadium or whatever the heck it was right. at that point. Right. Yeah, where I believe our, our current teammate, who was our old teammate, who should be an old teammate, hopefully by the end of the year, uh, John O'Terry was with me on the field. Uh, if we can get rid of him sooner rather than later, that'd be nice. Um, but yeah, she was, and she was as beautiful as you would expect. I don't like the people hating on Kim Kardashian, which I'm sure Ken does. No. Kim Kardashian in person, absolutely gorgeous. No, and by the way, uh, Evan, I was there with you, and I'm not sure why you're forgetting Oh, you were? Yes, I was on the field with you, uh, and very short. 
Kim is. Very, very yeah. short is Kim Kardashian. And coming from you, think yeah. about how short she must be if you're saying that. I know, because that's when she was with Reggie Bush. But she mm-hmm. is she is a, a top three most gorgeous like human uh, that I've ever seen in person. Uh, it, it, it is stunning. Hate Still a like lot. it. Hate and a lot to get there. I'm not hating on her because Skim's now the official underwear. Of the, of the NBA, okay. Uh, the official underwear of the NBA. I gotta say, uh, I'm a little. I don't know about the uh, the nipple uh, bras, but I'll, I'm fine with it. But I gotta say, doing great things with Nick Bosa's bulge. I, oh, can you send me that too? I didn't see that. I didn't actually see that <laughs> so as well. About as that photo. Right. Yeah. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. The, the Bosa, the Bosa bulge. The Bosa bulge. That's a good one. Yeah. Stone has it saved. He'll get that to you quick. It is bookmarked. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I uh, I have no recollection of you being with me at that Super Bowl. I want to tell you that, Ken. I literally have no recollection. I have recollection of you and I a lot of different places in my yeah, life. I was that there. specific Super Bowl. Have no relax- well, recollection of that at all. Here's the problem, though. And Theo, have you have you covered Super Bowls, Theo? No. Okay. No, I've been so, so blessed. Uh, Evan, you got a seat in the stadium uh, media for that Super Bowl. I was relegated to a tent. Outside of the stadium, that's where they have their auxiliary media. <laughs> so up, I spent. I don't remember that yeah, either. Yeah, I spent the entire Super Bowl sitting in a white tent, and then I walked in the first time I saw Evan. Then uh, since before the game, when it took us eight years to get through security, is when I met him outside the tunnel and we walked onto the field. Uh, and I missed the interception. We missed the interception return for a touchdown uh, that basically clinched the game for the, the Saints. Tracy Porter one. Yeah, the that Tracy one? Porter pick because we were standing in the tunnel and couldn't see anything but we heard the crowd roaring. Yeah. Uh, so it's not very glamorous, I must say, for small people like me, literally, and uh, I suppose uh, stature-wise in career, to cover a Super Bowl. It's very difficult. Wait, can we go back to one thing? Can I ask both of you, Theo and Ken, this? Yeah. Because Ken just dropped a topic that I'd like to know the answers to. Uh-huh. Top three most beautiful people you've ever seen in person. Wow. Uh, Ken just said Kim Kardashian is top, top three, three most beautiful people. Now, Ken, no, this I it. do know. We both have seen Brady in person. We have. He is pretty damn beautiful. His cheekbones are so prominent, though. Like, it is crazy. That dimple, you can see it from 100 yards away, yeah. by the way. It is yeah. striking. Brady, He's also paid a lot. This is going to be random, Evan. Jay Wright is right up there. He's handsome. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Very handsome, man. Uh, how about, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim... NBA analyst. Yeah, some, yeah, that's yep, Jim. Good old Jim. Jim. Jim, Jim, Jim. Jim Jackson. Hey, Jim Jackson. Is Jim hot? Just no, Jim. No, in Evan, general, who, is Jim hot? No, who are the top three hottest Jims you've ever known? 888-760-3776. I would say my first grade Jim. Uh, that was hot. <laughs> that actually went into. That was a hot Jim. Um, yeah. no, top three hottest Jims. Are you thinking of Jim yeah. Jackson? I, think Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. I said Jim Jackson. Yeah. I thought he was saying Jim Spinarkle. Uh, yes, Jim Jackson. Jim Jackson is a good-looking dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Goodness. Very true. Um, uh, by the way, uh, make sure make sure uh, Dusty May comes up at uh, just after <laughs> 1 o'clock talking about the uh, passing of Bobby Knight here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. You better ask him his top three hottest gyms. <laughs> oh, boy, th- this guy is embarking on a, a top 10 yeah. basketball season, and we're going we're gonna to cover the top, the three hottest gyms that he's uh, ever encountered in his life. What is, um, like, 
when when you do this stuff with Canty and Smallman, uh, have they caught on to you yet? Uh, Six to ten a.m. again on Sportsman, like here on ESPN one hundred six three. Can you riff about hot gyms uh, with them, or are we still coming around on that? Oh no, we can do it. We just can't do it as long as you would do it because people are listening to us. <laughs> oh man, uh, is man. he big time in this right no, now? No, no, it's actually accurate what he's doing. That's that's what national hosts do. They they bring accuracy. He's oh, right. Good. He's he's All right, 100%. Right. now. More importantly, more importantly, so lads with the first name of Jim, we got Jim Belushi. Now, can you get take James and make it Jim? What about Jimbo? Ooh, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Is he hot? No, uh, Jim Halpert. I mean, he's got to be in the mix. And that's like a character. All right. Jimmy. Jimmy. James does count as Jim, by the way. Okay. James How about Jimmy Johnson? I mean, is Jimmy. If Jim not- Carey. Oh, wait, wait. We got stuff. Jim Carey. Okay. okay. Jim Gaffigan. Jim Belushi. I mean, some of these have passed, obviously. Jim yes. Brown. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they what about good old JR? Jim Ross. Jim Ross. Is he, is he one of the hottest Jims? I, I will. So, so uh, uh, Jim Ross is one of the most nerve-wracking experiences I've had meeting a quote-unquote celebrity. I met him at the FAU Oklahoma season opener in 2018, and I was so nervous I could barely talk to him, and I, I don't get starstruck much. Wow. It was awesome. I love that guy. Theo, big wrestling fan, I think, Evan. Uh, yeah, I don't know who Jim Ross is, so that's, uh, that, was, that was fun. What? Jim Ross? You don't know who Jim Ross is? Is he a wrestler? You don't know who Hacksaw Jim Duggan is? Okay, we're losing it. We're losing hottest, it, fellas. Hottest wrestlers? Hottest wrestlers named Jim? Wait, one of the killer bees? Is that named Jim? <laughs> Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Jim Cornette. Who's hotter, Jim Cornette or Jimmy Hart? Oh, the man. Or the, or the guy with the tennis racket. This is amazing. I love all these sub the the sub conversations of hot gyms oh, that we're having. Man. See, this is this is talent right here. This is what happens. But it was Jim Jackson. I think Jim Jackson still wins uh, this contest here. Let's see. Oh yeah, see, there's Jim Ross. You know Jim Ross. Oh, okay, I know Jim Ross. Slobberknocker, the I've whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Slobberknocker. Yeah. I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> so, Ken, man, can I answer yeah. your actual question you asked about about Coach Knight? Oh yeah, yeah. going back to that. I, I think, forgot about that. Yeah, I think people in the Northeast see him, and they just assume. He's Parcells. And I don't mean that like they're confused by it. Mm-hmm. I mean that based on like, here's someone who has their own style, their way of doing things in a way that may or may not be on court, on, on field acceptable today. But when they do it and they do it right, it's really, really good. The other thing is, I think, listen, there's tons of that. I'm not going to ignore that. Dusty May will be the first one to tell you. I know he was, what, a student manager or video coordinator for Indiana back yeah, in the day? Or maybe yeah, both. student manager. Bob Knight famously graduates players and cares about players yeah. after they graduate. Keith Smart, former Indiana player, former Miami Heat assistant coach, was on with us this morning on Unsportsmanlike like 6 to 10 here on ESPN West Ball. Um, and he just he started literally crying during the interview. Really? Literally crying wow. about his admiration for the guy. Now, Jay Billis was on with us, ESPN uh, College Basketball, and was Uh very close with Bob Knight and had such an introspective comment that I was like fascinated by. He said, I stopped explaining to people 20 years ago why I was friends with him because I understood their concerns as to who he was, how he acted, but how he was towards me, I could never ignore. And I think that everyone has that person or people in their lives 
life, excuse me, where they would look at it and say, my other friends don't get how or why I'm friends with this friend. Right. Or what people know about that person seems horrible. But what they've done with me, for me, and how they've helped my life, how do I turn my back on them? Sure. Yeah. And that, I thought, was so fascinating, the way that Phyllis was describing Bobby Knight that way. Yeah, and, and there are we all have those people in our lives, like you were saying, that you sort of rationalize, uh, hey, they are this in one area, but man, they are good to me in this area. That uh, huh, sounds like uh, hmm. uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, uh, unsportsmanlike, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. here no, on no, the... No, don't clear, don't clear your throat. <laughs> Say what you mean. Go ahead. Uh, I, I'm saying that, uh, I mean, Evan, uh, to be quite honest, I mean, you know this, sometimes you annoy me greatly, but you've been great for my uh, for my ascension in my career, and I appreciate that very much. But again, you're, you, you get on my nerves sometimes. Well, yeah, but I mean, without me, you're not on the Stone Show. <laughs> this is the stone show yeah yeah and now now this is this is god's honest truth without evan i'm also not calling a final four for fau basketball really yeah i i my job Which, at by FAU, the way speaking of that speaking yeah. of that i've thought about you know your show name has created a lot of waves internally because Stone is the first producer in radio history to have his name in a show which is an interesting one he is very much a co-host so i thought that yeah, whatever. Uh, my thought is that maybe your show, since you mastered this, should be called Plugged In with Ken Levicka, you know, and Theo. Because you guys had this famous moment where you plugged in the comrades. That maybe we use that for the show name, Plugged In. What do we think? I think that's it's okay. That's, it's, it's good, but why would you wait this late to say it? We've already, like, printed out all these shirts, and right. we got the branding, we've we got a commercial in the works, and you're going to bring a name now? That's a good point, Evan. We're wait, about five really, weeks into wait, it. You know our number. Do you really have... Do you really have shirts? Yeah. You want one? Well, we're trying. I literally did a show for 20 years straight on ESPN West Palm, and there was never a single shirt made for me, yeah. ever. Oh, well, well, you got to – I'm sorry. Wow. It's, it's, uh, Times it's have changed. things happening down here. It's like NIL in the transfer well, you, portal. Good for you guys. <laughs> NIL deal. That's what you uh, It's a new era. Oh, so well, you want the sleeveless one or you want the V-neck? Or you, in with stones. Which, which, shirt, which shirt do you want? The sleeveless, the V-neck? I could get you a crop top? Yeah, all three colors too. <laughs> Yeah, black. I leave you white. guys with this. In all seriousness, I swear to God, last night at my son's high, um, flag football game in Westchester County, New York, where I now live, I swear on my life, somebody cut, came up to me and said, "What was with that guy dancing?" I saw it on the social media in West Palm. I said, "Well, that's the mayor of Boca <laughs> oh that was dancing God. that way." So you guys, yeah. your bit got all the way up here to New yeah. York. So well Love it, love it. Uh, the the power of the internet. Oh, by the way, uh, Evan, uh, Jim Nyhart of the Hart Foundation. Yeah, by the way, also, um, Jeanette Javier um, uh-huh. texted me of the home team. Yeah. With Josh Cohen, of course. Um, yeah, we have we all missed on this. Um, I would say Jimmy G is the winner for the hottest Oh, gym. We had somebody call in that I have on hold who was like, are, are you guys still doing gyms? And, <laughs> and I said, yeah, you can chime in what you got. And his was Jimmy G, so oh, uh. might as well kick him off the line here. Too but. easy. Sorry, sir. I'm in- all right, got to go. Thank you all. All right, later. See ya. That is uh, Evan Cohen, uh, who you hear with Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman. Every single morning, 6 to 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 106.3 on Sportsmanlike. Uh, let's go ahead and just, because I don't want Give him, him wasting his time. Give him love, yeah. <laughs> who, who is it? Reese from West Palm. Reese, I'm very sorry that uh, we stole Jimmy G from you. No worries. Hey, one more thing about Bobby Knight, though. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. You realize that 
he was supposed to be the University of Wisconsin's coach, and things went bad. That's why he went to Indiana. Look it up. I actually did not know that at all, and I am going to look that up. And I, 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 I think, <laughs> boy, would that have changed the course of basketball history for sure? Uh, appreciate the call, Reese. I will, I will look that up. Stone, were you aware? Uh, aware of what? That Bobby Knight was going to be Wisconsin's coach. Uh, no, but I actually was. Actually, it, it is going to be a race to Google to see who can uh, find this out the fastest. It apparently went back to Army for like three more years. West Point. I, I read that as I was reading up on some of the Bobby Knight really? stuff. Yeah. Oh, so you did know that? I, I thought did you were just messing that. around. Uh, he went back to he. he uh, some things went bad. He went back to West Point. Then he waited a few years and then gained Indiana. Mm, yeah, I kind of like that. All right, we'll have our Bobby Knight research when and Jim uh, Ross when we from come back. Leo Dorsey, his, his bio. Jimmy Johns. I mean, who didn't? That's a beautiful pizza, I guess. What? Pizza? Did he say pizza? Jimmy John. Yeah, that's not pizza. But he's going to talk about Jim Ross, too, and how he grew up watching oh, Jim Ross. Oh, yeah. Knobber snocker. Slobber knocker. Oh, boy. Uh, what a debut with Evan uh, <laughs> here on this Thursday. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.